Welcome to the Chris Weir Effect. Join the journey. Where we look to find the questions that you should be asking. There's a lot of podcasts out there and a lot of people that want to tell you what is important. For us, we're not looking for the answers. Everybody's answers are going to be different. For us, what are the most important questions you should be asking to help you move down a path with your business and your home life? Today, we're talking about... Goal setting. One year, three years, and five years. Right. Vital, vital, vital goal so, setting. Goal so why setting. one year, three year, five year? Well, you want to be looking out at, at what the potential could be. So it could be different for different people. Some people might look at 10 years. Uh, some might look at uh, only three years. But I like to, I personally like to include the five year. I, for me, 10 years is a little too far out to see. Uh, but I can see the five-year mark, and so I like to start with five, bring it down to three, and then look at what it can be, what we could do in one year. So if, for me, it's not one, three, five, it's five, three, one. Again, with that, the, the five-year, you know, the reason I start with five years is to let my mind wander to the, to the really big potentials, right? The the, the crazy stuff out there. You know, if you, doubled your, if you doubled your business every few years, every couple of years, then within five years you could be looking at something really massive. So what would you do with that? You know, my wife and I, for instance, are talking. Uh, is it realistic? We're not sure, but we're talking about the possibility in five years of buying a big plot of land and being able to do a dog rescue. Because that'd be a big expense. And that'd be a higher calling item that I, that I always like. So, you know, could we buy a big parcel of land and start a nonprofit and do a no-kill dog rescue? And so that's sort of an interesting possibility that if, if that's what we decide should be our five-year goal, then we think maybe we can make that happen in five years. But that'll take some time and some planning and some organization. So, so. It's funny, when I hear this episode, I think immediately to business business success, financial success, but this is something you've thought of that's completely outside of that. Yeah. Good. I don't yeah, well, no, you're doing good, this as a money-making yeah, opportunity good, at all. Good, good point, right? Um, your five-year goal can be a personal goal and also a five-year business goal. Uh, it could be a faith-based goal for some people. Um, there, there's any number of different ways you can look at utilizing your success, uh, financial success, and how that spills out into society. Um, you know, you, you could take that five-year number and say, we want to buy 200 acres and build a golf course, you know, somewhere. So it just doesn't really matter. Um, again, the, the question is, when you let your mind really, really wander, where, what are the amazing things you can conceive of that, that you may be able to build and do? It, it may just be to have uh, 20,000 agents in your downline, right? It doesn't have to be a dog rescue. So do you, do you start with a five-year goal and work your way back from there to one-year goals? Or do you also have independent one-year goals? Yeah, for me, the one-year goals are the, are the most important, right? Because they're closer to the action. Um, 
But it, but that that bigger, higher calling number out there is a is a motivating is a motiv motivating factor for me, right? We we talked in the prior podcast about generational wealth, and so you know that's a that's a twenty year target for me, you know, looking at where my kids are and how they're developing, how they're growing. But generational wealth gets me up in the morning to to get going. And the five-year plan, five-year goal to be able to do something that's uh, easier to see, more tangible, whatever that might be, the five-year. But then when we get to the three-year, it's like, okay, if I'm going to, if I want to have 20,000 agents by five years, where do I need to be in, in three years? What does that number look like? Uh, how much revenue would be coming in in three years? How many apps, how many different product lines, how many broker relationships? So you're creating a picture of what your business structure will look like in three years. In order to do that, you have to know your numbers. You have to know, you have to know where you are now and, and what, it would, what those numbers look like in five years so that you can actually form a path to get there. You always have to know what your numbers are today, right? In 2020, how many apps did we write? You know, how many were Medicare? How many were agents? Uh, how many may have been final expense? How many subs do you have on the book? Are you writing any annuities? Uh, any larger whole life, term life policies on your books? So what, you know, how, how many clients do you have today? And how many will you have next year? How many will you have in your... In year three, right? Yeah, knowing your numbers from year to year is more than just knowing sort of what you made, how many taxes you paid. It, there's a whole lot of buckets, so to speak, to look at the products that you sold and how many of each. And then do you goal set for the following year based on those products, right? If I have this many final expense, do I want to double that? or is final expense not a focus, right? And so you're intentional about how you're growing your business. But that, that three year is important because you're not just looking at, oh, I'm gonna make this many sales in Medicare, in T65, in annuities. It's, it's not just that. It's looking at the corporate structure that you need to create. If you wanna have 20,000 agents, you know, how many recruiters would you have to have by then? How many people would you need to onboard those people, right? Are you ready to use a finance person internally or are you still going to use the CPA or the finance person, um, you know, that, that you're using uh, off-site, right? So, so what's the structure that it's going to take to create that success? Because if you say you want to do this much in three years, you're not going to be doing it all by yourself. You're going to need a finance person. You're going to need recruiting people that are going to uh, uh, bring them on, make sure they get, take their tests, make sure that they pass their tests, get their fingerprints done, get licensed with the carriers. There's all of those things have to be done. Somebody's got to hold these uh, you know, future successful agents uh, hand along the way. So you're not going to be able to do all of that yourself. So what does the structure look like to get to that number for year three. And then what does that structure need to look like as you're putting pieces in place this year, moving towards year three? So that's why it's five, three, 
one really and in the midst of all that of course are you personally producing when you say three years we're, we're talking about the halfway point to your five-year goal would you say that if we were going to put this on a scorecard that at the three-year mark you're exactly halfway there or is it a more exponential growth where the growth you'll see more growth later on later towards the goal that's fair right because <clears throat> A lot of your growth can only come after you've put the structure in place. So you have to have the five-year vision, you know, to say, okay, I want to get to this spot where I'm buying 200 acres for a golf course or buying a, a creating a nonprofit for a, for a no-kill dog uh, rescue, uh, 20,000 agents, whatever that number is, you're bringing that back to that three-year number. And absolutely correct, you, you will not see even growth year over year over year because you're putting the structure in place to create that growth. Um, but the, the vision is important. Uh, bringing the right people on is important. You know what's less important <clears throat> is actually hitting that goal in five years is less important because it's there and you're striving and you're shooting and it's your goal. And if that fifth year became the sixth year, that would not be a, a, a tragedy, a personal uh, failure, <clears throat> because it took you one year longer to get to this ultimate goal. Once you get there, the joy is just, that's what it's about. It's about getting there. If you never put that five-year goal out there, <clears throat> and that goal can change as we grow and change, right? You, you may decide that what you thought for your five-year goal is going to be totally different when you get there. <clears throat> but... Um, if, if it took you twice as long to get there, there's, there's really no harm in that. But without that, without that goal, that carrot, that, that big thought out there in the future, um, you're, you will actually never get there. You're, what you're doing this year is exactly what you'll be doing in five years. So what are your thoughts on exactly how big should that goal be? Because you're talking about big goals, and there's a few different ways to approach this. There's uh, stretch goals, which means I think I can have uh, a certain number beyond what I, what I think I'm capable of. And then some people just put a massively wild number beyond anyone's, you know, beyond even their own expectations there. So In five years, you're saying? Sure, five years. There's no massive goal that's unattainable in the five-year, five but there is no, there's nothing that's too big for the five-year mark, right? Now, if you say that you want to buy the Dallas Cowboys in five years, sure, that's not reasonable, right? But um, you can't discount that huge thought process, you know, that over-the-top number, because if you bring on the right people they can help get you there. You can get there. You know, the challenge tends to be having the financial capability today to onboard all of these people that are going to get you there, right? If, you, if you're an agent and you're writing and, you, and you're paying your bills and you've got to add one at a time, which is very logical and very normal, then yes, I understand what you're saying, right? We have to be realistic to, well, some, to some degree. 
But that's right. As you're putting these people on, that sort of growth is going to happen more in year three, four, and five, as as you're saying. But like you I would it, not. I would always encourage people to think of things that the number is absurd, and then you figure out, okay, not can we get there, but how in the heck do we get there? Well, just like you said, if in five years I don't own the Dallas Cowboys yet, but let's say I was able to buy the Cincinnati Bengals. So that would at least be, <laughs> at least I'd, I'd have something and I'd be on my journey. And, and uh, apologize to all our friends in Cincinnati. Well, yeah, yeah, sorry about that one. The, the thing is, maybe what you want to do is you want to buy another agency. Maybe you want to buy a PNC agency. Maybe in year five you want to add some other product line and you think today that's, that's just uh, never going to be able to do that. But when you say, no, in five years I can buy a PNC agency or I can buy some other uh, broker, there, you know, because you can grow through your own personal sales, you can grow through your own personal broker sales, or you can grow by, by buying it to some degree. And as you add your, um, add your people, add your team members, it, it anything could be created in, in five years if you can imagine it. And if you imagine it, and it takes you an extra year, so what? But take the time to imagine it is what that five or ten, you know, again, everybody's got to be different, right? So you look at that, and if you want to make it a ten-year goal, I'm not here to tell you that, that your way is right or wrong. Just, just uh, think about that for you and ask yourself, how do you want to look at that? Do you want to look at 10, 5, and, and, and 1, or for me, 5, 3, and 1 work. So it's just different for everybody. Well, that's it for this week. Thanks for joining the journey. And don't forget, if you like what you heard, subscribe to this podcast and join us in two weeks as we talk about growing your startup brokerage with intention.